Yes, yes, y'all. You don't stop. Welcome back to Friday Show. I don't, I don't know. I was just about to come in with the Friends theme song, and then I forgot that I didn't really know how it goes. But I know it's the kind of song you get stuck in your head. Yeah, there we go. I would have clapped, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to ring the ears of anyone. I don't know how loud my mic is. Well, it's Friday. The collar is off, so the gloves are off, which means it's the hour-long show with a special guest, as always. What more special guest? Matt, you're just like. We're back. Like, we're back. Like, I feel like it's a thing. Like, we have a thing again. It feels so good. Matt at Matt Williams. Swap the L's for sevens. My man is one of the lead guys at game day. And all, all kidding aside, Matt, you have taken, like, the fantasy guy into betting thing to uh, a new level. That, including myself, is, like, hasn't really achieved. If you're unfamiliar, follow Matt on Twitter and myself on the Bird app at John Legaza. But quite literally, Matt, the proof is in the pudding. And you are... Printing money. What's up, man? <laughs> you know me, man. If I put my mind to something, I become obsessed. <laughs> well, again, you know what? And, and to, to that point, because you know you currently have your doubters and you currently have your haters. And I gotta be honest, I, I'm I'm vouching for it because I see it and people know I'm not a fraud. The only thing I've been telling people is like, yo, if you if you want to follow this style of hardcore degeneracy. Matt is going to beat you to pricing if you're not following him all the, like if you're not following like you even do people a solid and put out leans first to let them know where your think where your thoughts are but that's the only thing that I've seen where people say oh well you think Matt's legit I'm like yes it's legit the only thing that and it's not say it's not legit is these markets move and it's something you preach all the time getting early so Matt you got anything else on your process because again I don't want to be like I've checked it out but I've seen it in motion and man it's really sharp you you find a few Let's call it like I don't I don't know. Let's call it juiced props you feel very strongly in, and you have that kind of as a you weave it throughout the bottom of your prop ticket. Man, it's really impressive stuff. Just just go for a, minute, a quick minute on it. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean haters. I I don't get them. you know what I mean. One, I mean, I mean in the, in one, the my picks are, you know I mean. the, the picks are free. They're public. Anyone who follows me closely enough, because there's people that don't, I put out every bet I make every day. I review them at the end of every night, all of them. I show you how I did in every single one. I usually tweet out the wins and losses as they come. Uh, you know, I had one day where I went like, oh, at 15, I tweeted it out. I talked about it. <laughs> it doesn't happen. I mean, I'm winning more often than I'm losing, but, you know, it happens. Uh, uh, yeah, and the thing is, anyone who tails me too, not that you should blindly tail pricing is such a big deal. There's so many people, there's two big things where people lose a lot of money on things that are super simple. Uh, pricing. It's incredibly important. Like I said, I put out my liens the day before. Follow me. I put them up for free. Those are the bets that I'm looking at where I think that the lines, you know, could move or it's my first look. If I think a line should be locked in immediately because the line will move, in my opinion, I'll even put a little lock emoji next to it. But just because I like a bet at like minus one. 30 doesn't mean I'm going to like it at minus 150, minus 145. And then people will blindly tail someone and they'll just lock in a bet. And if you're playing long term like I am season long, you have to think bets differently. It's not like, you know, in the NFL, you're just betting this week and you want to make sure you win one bet to win that week and be happy. In MLB, there's like so many games you're going to lose. You're going to lose a ton. Therefore, you take certain shots. Like when I like won with Oakland at plus 265 because I'm playing the long game. When I take those shots, I think mathematically it's going to work out for me long term. But if you're constantly taking 
um, you know, nothing but like, you know, high juice stuff. And that's all you do to try to like get bets that are surefire wins. Your losses, your wins can't make up for your losses. So juice matters. Um, when I post a play or anyone posts a play, you got to make sure you're doing the math. Get an implied odds calculator. If you're not really good at math, go in and type in your odds. It'll tell you the percentage chance of a bet being successful or not. And, well, and that you is know where what, Matt, you want to be. Hold on, I got to go to that point. Because yeah. it's just something I spoke about and my own growth, right? I mean, I was a professional trader. I get into professional betting, but that doesn't mean you automatically know it all. The stuff I had to learn on the flies is just that. I had come in kind of allergic to juice, right? So, uh, meaning I would look at like minus 135, minus 140 in particular and say, ooh, that's like that's like really heavy juice. Like that's not palatable. You can't play those. But when you put them in the R's calculator, you realize that like you kind of have to pay it. Like that's what it is. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's just what it is. I love that you put the the odds to it. And again, you come at a mathematical point and I know pe people are just sour because you're early to props, right? Early to bad, early to rise, you're early to mm -hmm. props and they move. And then you kind of have to like explain, and we get this as a handicap, right? Over, it was over three and a half Ks on player X. Well, by the middle of the next day, it's four and a half. And now people go, well, Matt, should I do four and a half? I played four and a half and he lost. He only had four. How come you put that he won? And it's like, listen, you know, you have, this is part of the following part of it. Like you said, never blindly tail, but you have to understand it's a liquid market that's constantly moving. Trust me, if, if it was solid and Matt and I could say, like a circular, go buy this can of soda for $1.99 because it's worth it, we would do that. But we yep. can't do that. So it becomes, if you hurry up and run to the corner now, you can get it for $1.50. But maybe later on it's $1.75. And, you know, and that's, just, that's just part of it. Matt, let's get into the games. Again, I'm going to mostly toss this to you. If I have something that pops out, I'll get it. And if not, you know, we're keeping an eye on that fan, uh, the FanDuel K leader. Now I'm obsessed. I really want I really want to hit it. Like, I really want to hit it. Sorry. First up, it's Alec Manoa and Detroit with Fado. The really the two things here are, are you trusting guys off the IL? Manoa looked terrible when we last saw him. That he had one good game in, like, double A, and he's back. Detroit, that offense is really hit or miss. But Fado is somebody I've liked, but I generally don't back guys off the IL. So Fado striking out a third of the righties he's facing. Toronto just got smoked by Lance Lynn. But I don't know if Fado is going to get the workload to even qualify for any of this stuff. So I'm kind of just thinking – I might think Detroit might be the short money, but if not, I'm just letting it go. All right, this is what I did with this game. One, I don't know what to make of Manoa. He got smoked in the minor leagues. Detroit's obviously the not league. a juggernaut California offense. <laughs> oh, here's something for the haters. They're going to hate me for this. I posted it last night. Uh, <laughs> over the F5 team total, one and a half. I jumped on that uh, at like oh, minus hold one. On. Detroit, you're talking about, right? Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Play. At five team total, one and a half. I jumped down at like 130, minus 130, jumped to like 165, 175, and then immediately jumped to over two and a half. Yeah. You got to get those early because sometimes there's there's narrative bets where, you know, they're immediately going to, you know, switch early. So that's a reason you go for that. So yeah, one and a half good, two and a half, I don't even like. We like the one and a half, John, because it's a it's a low, it's a low gate to, to jump over. Right. And uh, that's why we like it. Two and a half. I mean, not that I would shock me if they loaded, just just, just dominated Manoa the way he looked. But, uh, yeah, I like that. I, I do like Fido's um, props today because, yeah, I don't know how go, he'll go, but you said he just they just got dominated. It's only three and a half strikeouts. Um, when he was healthy, he was clearing that easy. So uh, I do like that today. I think last time I checked, you can get that for like a minus 130, which Let's get that I'm all right with. 
And one thing is uh, the under one and a half walks. That's the Fajardo special. He's the OG walk guy that we put on. We leaned in early in the season. It wasn't out yet last time I checked. Maybe it is now. But, um, yeah, under one and a half, if that comes out, uh, depending on the juice, we'll either play it as a standalone or maybe parlay it with, like, you know, yeah, the, Jay, Ara- you know the Arias strikeout or something. Yeah, the under in particular, Matt, right, if I, I expressed a concern about workload, also, this is something, it wasn't so much workload, it had to do with weather, but it's the same line of thinking yep. of be consistent. And it's like, it's weird, you know, if I'm worried about workload and you're trying to figure out to go over something or under something, lean with the under something, right? And I actually like that one. So, Jay, I, if we could pair those, I would do that too. If you want to go over three and a half Ks with under one and a half walk, the Fado special, I would go with that. Other than that, I think I'd probably leave it. I was checking the Toronto bullpen usage. I, I thought I saw Romano work a ton yesterday. He only threw 11 pitches. So I was thinking about the Detroit team total, the full game, to maybe cut some of the juice. But I don't think I trust that offense against the bullpen in Toronto. Anyway, so let's go with that one. But, Matt, just yes or no, does Fayetteo get the workload to, to strike out 12 Js probably now? Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to ask. I had to ask. You heard it here. For, next up, Uncle Chuck, Charlie Morton on the bump for the Braves. I think it's I got like a split here, but it's a minus one ten split on both sides against the Rays. Tyler Glass now. Yeah, we know there's a lot of swing and miss on both sides. Morton has walked a bunch of batters, but he's been a little bit better as of late. You know the swing and miss stuff is there. I mean Morton is going to go when the curve is working. He's working. Glass now strikeout stuff through the roof, Maddie. Thirty six percent K. Gosh, eighteen and a half swing strike. Thirty four CSW. Thirty nine whiff. I mean that's pretty much everything. The Braves are not striking out right now. Kind of the final piece to making them the greatest offense we've ever seen in like a in a short span. We already know they're first in everything. How about this, Matt? As a team, last 500 plate appearances, they have a 1,000 OPS, 311 batting average, 37 home runs, 164 WRC plus. As a team, they're an all star, like a starting all star. So, as much as I like last now, I just feel like they're going to work them because they're not striking out. This one is maybe like a watch to me. I would also maybe want the under with all the pitching, but I can't go under with the Braves anymore. So again, I'm just leaving it alone. I took the, I, I actually like the Rays F5 money line and I'm writing okay. it up. I wrote this in my article for the game day. If anyone wants to write it, I'm writing it and I'm like doubting myself as I'm writing it. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm stating the facts for the readers of how good the Atlanta offense is. So I'm not misleading yeah. anyone, but my projections though, I mean, glass now, as, as far as the surface stats, it looks like a close enough matchup between uh, Morton and Glasnow. But when you really look behind the curtain and if you watch baseball, Glasnow is vastly superior. So um, I want no part of being exposed to the Brave offense, any even one out more than I have to. So, yeah, I'll take the F5 for Tampa Bay because I think they squeak this out. And then, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to watch the Atlanta offense just completely turn it on in the second half. This is almost like one of those Tampa Bay F5 Atlanta full game money line uh, bizarro bets if you want to go that way but uh, yeah i do like tampa bay in the first five innings here i don't like it giving away the half run i just like it straight up yeah i hear you that makes a lot of sense uh, you know matt that used to be my claim to fame that was funny the breakdown you just gave is how i i used to do my f5s mm-hmm. when i liked the pitching edge but p- to be honest this season in particular with the offense and maybe just getting stung like i haven't avoided the raindrops properly I'm like avoiding the Rangers and I'm like avoiding the Braves. And again, it doesn't mean you can't beat them for 15 out. So I think there's something there. Again, I'm a little bit worried about the strikeouts. If with you liking Glasnow, do you think you think he's a he's a pop? I mean, he, he's got the stuff, but do you think he's in a K-12 Braves? Uh, I mean, that's the thing with him is you can. It's a, it's not a good yeah, matchup those. So for like the total for the for you know the the K leader, I think it's a 
it's not a wasted bet, but we're trying to go for a little more uh, long, a long shot uh, bet here. So I don't think it's really worth putting the money on because you're not getting the value out of him. You probably should because of the matchup. They're like pricing him as this. He has more of a chance. So yeah, I expect I, you know, he could certainly, he could certainly K nine ten, but uh, with the amount of interesting guys today, I don't know. If you're if you're picking like five people, he's worth throwing in. Except it's uh, I like you've brought this up on the show. I like to pick players where if I hit once, it pays for my ticket, and yeah. that wouldn't be the case with Glass now. Yeah, I was actually checking Glass now. We talk about this every week, Maddie, with the key thing again. You're also always very good at giving people not necessarily the back door, but sometimes there's another better perspective, and yeah. it's for the favorites on the K leaderboard. Make sure that you look for the alt prop because you're going to need ten or eleven strikeouts to win this thing. And if you can get a equal or better price for 10 strikeouts, you should do that. Glass, though, not the case today. I have like 236 for 10Ks. So I would not be touching that. Although, you know, that's always part of it. D-Rock, Taco Core, thank you so much, man. You know, Matt, you and I have a lot of like simpatico followers that really dig, you know, dig the one plus one equals three. All right, next up, Zach Wheeler. I know we're a big fan. Minus 130 favorite on the road. I've been betting on the Phillies basically every day now after the offense woke up on the road against Sandy Alcantara, a 110 dog at home. Last year, Cy Young winner. Not, really not looking very good, Matt. I mean, the K's dropped down. Sierra up near four and a half. 12K minus BB. Just not what you'd expect. He has kept the ball down. This is Alcantara and limited hard contact. But it's just been a really rough go for him. You know, it's just been a really rough go. He's been subject to these blow-up innings, and now Wheeler is really starting to get it turned on. I mean, he's just been – he does all the stuff that I like, right? Big-time numbers on the stuff plus fastball. He's 5% walk rate. He induces chases. He wins in the zone. Like, pretty simply put, he's everything I like. So I actually bet the Phillies to win today. So unless Matt has something else, I'm going to go with a Phillies money line. I like Wheeler, but I don't know if he can get to the K prop because Miami is just really hard to strike out. I've, I've had rough luck trying to K Miami before. They don't walk, but they don't K, they don't chase. So Matt, talk to me about Phillies Marlins. Uh, I'm not doing anything with the sides here. Uh, both offensive, uh, both of the offenses, even though everyone in your brain thinks Philly's great, they're, they're eh. Uh, Miami's actually lockstep with them. They've been overperforming. Both of them are like man versus righties. So um, I, I I just stayed away from it just because I think I, I lean Philly, but it just didn't meet the criteria I like. So I put yeah. out 20 bets a day. I left that one off. I love Wheeler <laughs> under, under one and a half walks. Uh, he's been like doing much better of lately. He's usually a good sharp play for that. So I have Wheeler under, and a half, under one and a half walks against this Marlins team. So that's the one. That's the only thing I walked away from in this game. Okay, and if that, for people following along, I know we have some commuters that listen later on in the day. The Fado and Wheeler walks may be a decent combination. The two mm -hmm. of those, you know, if you're into the walk, props again, Matt's been very successful with those. Yeah, really low, actually. I'm surprised. I guess yeah, it's something you and I, we spoke about off air. It's hard to list a walk prop at, at one, right, the half, I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's and, reserved for either Kirby or Granky. Yeah, uh, those are basically the only stuck. two guys. Yeah. And they're just kind of stuck, right? The ball rate for Wheeler below 35, 5% walk. In him in particular, I think his walk rate greater than signing the ball rate because when Wheeler needs to, he's going to throw it, right? He throws it. I'm waiting for books to take these away because there's certain ones like uh, Jamie Barria, anyone who follows me at yeah. Los Angeles Angels, he's a lock. I mean, he's a lock for his outs prop, but they cannot do anything besides 15 and a half. 14 and a half, you're taking the over. You know, they're, they're going to yeah. let him get, the coach is like, let him get through five. He's yeah. never, he usually doesn't go beyond five, so five they can't nine. really go above 15 and a half. So they don't, they didn't put it out last time. 
Um, and they right. probably won't again because he's a guy who's locked in at 15, but they cannot profit at 14 and a half or 15 and a half because it's an easy over or under. Uh, but that's the thing. They're locked in at one and a half for walks. But that means either they are taking away walks for everybody or right. they're not going to start just cherry picking people out. That's too yeah, much work. See, that's what I think they might do. Yeah. That's well, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of work, though, with matchups. Yeah. Well, again, people, Matt, put, dropping the first dime of the show, that's the first feather in the cap is outprop critical number, critical number that that 15, right? And the same yeah, yeah. thing, too, um, where I, I heard you talk about this, Matt, also, um, the 17 and a half, right, to complete yeah. the six innings. You want over, people- over, over 17 and a half. Don't want under 17 and a half. Correct. And you, See, that's that's and that's and you the, want that's under eight, under 18 and a half. You don't want the over 18 and a half. You're just yep. it's like in football where you're betting in between the threes and sevens. It's like yep. a wasted half. Like I don't you know, think people understand that Matt countless times. I've seen people upset mm-hmm. that the pitcher completed six. If the guy's out there for five and two thirds, unless he's in like serious danger, right? You know, 30 pitches in the inning, bases loaded, three walks in a row. They're gonna. They wanted to finish that inning, right? You go on something. I also always talk about. You want to stay in line with the manager, right? Just try and stay in line with them. I wish I knew the pitcher. Uh, I bet it two days ago. I think uh, the line was eighteen and a half. I put it out early. I told everyone to hammer it. And I had people asking. It went down to seventeen and a half at this. Do you do you like it at this price? I like. I don't like it at any price. I mean, that's how stark it is uh, between the eighteen and a half and nine, like eighteen right. and a half. Love it. Seventeen and a half. I want it at no price. I, right. I I'm not touching it. Also, <laughs> again, people see how. The I, I don't even know what you'd call that. I know Gorilla Monsoon would call it intestinal fortitude, right? But also the confidence and the willingness to say nay, right? Because that's another one people also have erroneous peg mat is any like something at any price. And it's like, no, you have it's better you're talking about it. You're robust better. You're betting every day. You just no. Sometimes the answer is just no. And that's fine. And it should be. All right, next up. This one, I I can't believe you bet this one. I really can't. I'm I'm with you. I just can't believe that you I can't believe you bet this one. It's Jameson Tyon and the Baby Bears. Those Cubs are going to meet the New York Yankees yes. in the Bronx. Carlos Rodon is for so. First up, I would generally go, like I said, generally attack pitchers off the IL. But I want to look at Tyon, who he's been oh, he has been awful. Maybe awful. my big one of my bigger misses in fantasy. I know he's really late, so you're not like, oh, I missed on like a 20 <laughs> round pick or whatever. But I really thought Tyon was going to be a really good kind of innings eater. And he has a nearly 7 ERA, 1-5 whip, a 20% whiff rate. I mean, it just gets – the further you go, the worse it gets. You, and uh, you're wondering years. why I bet this one, Sean? <laughs> yeah, you know, no, 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 no. Be, but the thing is, for me, then it's just you bet the over, right? Because my assumption is – No, I didn't struggle, bet the, I didn't, and it, and if you think the, the Yankees over. are going to beat, you think the Yankees are going to beat up on Tyone? No, no, I got it, I got it. I just, I was just surprised because I thought we had the combo. We're like, you're like, ah, I like to watch him first because we don't know what he's going to got. Or no, I, I did. We have a chat room that we have a VIP chat that me and John are a part of, Fight Club. Uh, but we won't talk about it beyond <laughs> yeah. that. But uh, I, I just said, is anyone? I just asked everyone, who's going with who's going with Rodon today? Everyone's like, ah, I don't know. And then uh, me and Frank uh emirante anyone who make sure you follow frank uh we just we just decided hell we're going for it Tyon, i mean you already said all the words so i mean i'm this isn't surfacing i'm tyon sucks for all the yes, reasons man. john already stated i don't need to reiterate them rodon Wait, so, was so what do you fans. want just clarify for people what what do you want F, uh f5 uh, uh minus uh minus uh, five f5 for the yankees um because uh, Rodon was dominant in his rehab. Now oh, yeah. we, and okay. now he's he's going no further than four to five innings. 
75, 80 pitches, I'm guessing. But my God, I'm taking him in the K and the K leader thing today okay. because I can see him striking out 12 in his short stint against this team. I could see it. I, I mean, because he's listed at long enough odds for me. I'm not 17 to one him. right now for the yeah, the I, I can see that. But again, if he goes four innings, get one more inning out of the Yankees pen, Tyone's probably behind already by a couple of runs there. I, I think that it's good. I mean, Rodon again looked very strong in his rehab. I think he had like a 0.85 ERA. Not that you give a crap about that in a rehab. Right, right. But again, he's looking good. He's coming fresh. This team can't score a ton of runs. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the math worked for me. So, yes, I, I usually like to avoid stuff like this. But because of the opponent and because I think that uh, even, you know, he can go out there and just kind of dominate them, I, I think I like it at a minus half. It's just it, it works for me. Yeah, I got you. Maybe, and again, you know, you talk about the Mets sometimes and how it'll throw you off for betting. Yeah, I don't know. Yankees often just, they stink. I got it minus so 120, bad. everyone, by the way. I just looked at minus half for minus 120. Are, that, the Yankees are so bad. They are a bottom five in team Woba against yeah. righties last 30. They're just, it's just so bad. And there's righties run, and then there's, the, there's, there's righties and then there's Tyon. He doesn't count. Yeah, he's I know. Just, well, he's his exactly own right. category. Like versus righties and versus Tyons. He's know? his own category. Now, again, I think my, my lean would probably be. The over, right? You know what I mean? Like, that's just kind of a cop-out. So, all right, let's keep that one in mind, people. Matt's on, Matt like the Yankees. I like the F5 over. I'm, I think we're going to leave this one. Although, you know, you might be right about the the, the K-prop leader. You know what I mean? Like, he's – I don't think – Well, we talked – Oh, I'm saying – I know for a fact, as you said earlier, you were going to bring up a guy like Fido yeah, as your yeah. dark horse. If we're talking dark horses, where where Rodon is stacked, you're you, again, you're putting these things on people. We have no reason yeah, yeah. to think they're going to lead, but Rodon. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're telling you're right. me if I ate a one, it would, even if you bet on it, you'd be like, "What was I thinking? Yeah. I won, but why?" If if Rodon struck out twelve, would it really shock anyone? No. It would. You'd be like, "Wow, he's back," and everyone would be excited, but you wouldn't really be shocked. Matt, we're getting some yeah, people are asking in the chat about Rizzo again. I missed that big split. Oh Tyone, yes, Tyone does not have an answer for lefties. Lefties Absolutely. batting three oh eight with a ten forty nine OPS, more than three homers per nine against yeah. Rodon. So Matt, was it home run runs and ribbies? Was it, yeah, uh, yeah. Co-based? I put him out. Uh, it was at minus one hundred five, which no doubt has evaporated. But uh, yeah, over only one. Point five home runs, uh, uh, hits, runs, RBIs for Rizzo, lefty versus righty. Beautiful play. I'm, I mean, I would take that significantly higher, uh, but it was 105 uh, when I first saw. Wait, okay, yeah, hits, runs, and rubies. I like that one, Matt. Could you could you address that quickly? Actually, um, I mean, it's not to put you on the spot at all because yeah. again, you've done fifth. You've had a fantastic season. Really, something to be proud of. The two of us seem, simultaneously seem to like. Forget how to hit total base props, though. Yeah. These over one and a half total bases have just been a conundrum for me sometimes. Like, I'll go yeah. on crazy runs, and then sometimes I, I feel like I, I keep, I feel like I walk a lot. Oh, no, and I'm not, the I'm not on that. total bases, although yeah. they're the worst. Um, I, I, I was, I love chasing low floors. For a while, I was chasing half a total base. I'm like, all yeah. right, you only got to get, a, but then, you know, that's basically one hit. But yeah, home HRRs, hits, runs, RBIs. You know, you can get, sacrifice fly in you can sacrifice fly someone in yourself anything yeah. clears i love taking the half hrrs i mean just scroll just find them if you have right. like uh if you have like a, a an odd searching app that's probably the fastest way otherwise just go to like dk because they always have them and just uh yeah search it for every single game and look for the halves today i have out a, a parlay it's uh brett Beatty, who again may or may not play because he's banged up but again 
DK actually takes them out. Wait, I'm sorry, on, man, not to cut you off. These are one half one half HRR. Jeez. Oh, and you search too. And I got Beatty, Will Benson, and Nick Prado. Wow. All with all with decent matchups. Benson is versus Burns. Dude, Prado leads off sometimes. Yeah, but uh plus 320. And all they got to do is get each one between a hit run and RBI. They just got to get one. Wow. Each. All right. So again, you know, Maddie, I I I put I put a pretty big label on you the other week during the show. That you're like a thought, you're like a thought leader in this space, yeah. and part of it is the due diligence to go dig this stuff and really hit it. I'm telling you, man, that, I think that's why the books are having. I'm going to have a hard time keeping up with you. Me, I, I, I actually have left my print on the overall betting market at large, my F5 stuff, because books have totally changed how they treat those. You know, when I was kind mm -hmm. of a part of that revolution, but I didn't, I didn't keep going. And like, yeah, I guess I moved into the F5 team totals, but like you mentioned those. They, they booked them so soft that they put them out early. It's almost like the first person to bet them moves the line 50 cents. The second person to bet it moves it to two and a half. They even may have become very hard to post. If you notice, I kind of stopped posting. So, all right. Yeah, I like all right, I do. I like all the lefty calls. I like the Rizzo call. I like, man, I like the HR call on Rizzo a lot. Next oh, up, one, thing, one thing, uh, just important thing for everyone listening, uh, everyone like live, everyone uh, listening at home, uh, hitting props. Do not do them on FanDuel. I've had a big conversation with people about this. Um, if you're betting early, because I tend to, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm putting out picks for an audience. Uh, it's usually a smart thing to wait closer to the game, maybe for lineups for certain things. But again, I like to jump on odds early too. Yeah, yeah. I'm betting early. If you put in a hitter prop on DK or pretty much anywhere else, and they're not in the starting lineup, void. If you do it on FanDuel, it does not void. If they pinch hit in the eighth and strike out, you are done. Um, and they will cash against you. <laughs> uh, so uh, do not Wait, do to, them, the... to that. Hold on to that point. Oh, but they have to play. Okay. They still have to make an appearance. Yes. But, but no, but yeah, like if they, pinch it, start. if they pinch it and get an intentional yes. walk, correct. you're done. Um, DK, you have to start. You have to yeah, start DK, pretty across. much DK points bet. D everywhere yeah, else, okay. pretty much. They void if you do not start. FanDuel, um, they will, I mean, they will completely... Uh, but now, does the under work also? Could we bet the under on the most prominent pinch hitters in the game? You could, oh uh, no, but you know, I mean, pinch hitters sometimes aren't listed, though. No, um, no, but like we know for a fact, yeah. But the same way that you're jumping on odds to be early, Matt, you and I, if we put if we put a half an hour into it, I, we could figure out the, the Giants, for example. I mean, you could. I, I, I tried telling someone like Beatty, for example, if you just wanted to put out some unders on him. You know, he's banged up, but he's listed, um, and you want to put out a feeler there on an under, <laughs> but I, not that I want to. I mean, but use a different player because I'm already picking him to actually do something positive. But yeah, if you think someone's banged up and they might not play, you could theoretically put something out and they. They pinch it and under, but that's a tricky game to play. And I don't even want to bother wasting the, the freaking time on it. But yeah, theoretically you could. All right. Next up, this one's the easiest on the board for me. I have, could not have less interest in a game that is Cody Bradford pitching against Trevor Williams, Texas against Washington. Again, I like Washington in spots that I think they could do some work, but they've been a little disappointing on offense and I don't like to go up against Texas. Neither one of these pitchers really is strikeout stuff. Bradford, from what I understand, is not going to open. They are going to try and give him a whirl. Not that I think it's going to matter because Washington doesn't strike out. And I can't pay minus 170 for Cody Bradford. So I'm just kind of leaving. I really have no interest in this. I got nothing in this game whatsoever. It's yeah, no interest gonna, at all. I'm stupid. Let me ask you a question. I didn't, again, I was surprised. And this is part of the F5 team total thing I was mentioning. Now, like, I think Washington got posted at two and a half. And I was like, what's the point? Now you're posting bad teams at two and a half. It's ridiculous. 
now they're tempting us to kind of go under, Matt. In this in this environment, it's difficult. It's just difficult to go under. Yeah. So next up, that was you know what that's that's what we need sometimes. Not spend so much time on the garbage games that like I'm like. And after ten minutes of bad analysis, I'm not betting that. Next up, Daniel Lynch is back. God, I don't know why I've always liked I've <laughs> Daniel always, Lynch is back. I've hey. always liked Daniel Lynch. I don't know why. I'm like seriously, every time he every time he has a good start, I'm like people don't realize this is it. This is it. The Royals have not developed a pitcher seemingly in like a decade. They're yeah. plus one fifty five dogs on the road against Savali and the Guardians. Matt, if I told you, I have bet the Guardians run line like every. I just bet against the Royals on the run line every single night, and it seems to cash. Because their starters stink. So if Lynch doesn't stink, you have the offense. The offense stinks. Worst offense in the league right now, 221 team batting average. They have a 66 WRC plus. And then if the first two phases of the game doesn't fail, well, then the bullpen most certainly will. They have a seven and a quarter ERA in the last 43 and two thirds. That's two weeks. So, oh, I wanted to just answer quick. Somebody was answer, asking about the, the three best and three worst bullpens, just so I can get to it. The three best are probably Yankees. San Francisco and maybe Cleveland, like Atlanta is there. If we're looking in a more short-term frame, the Philadelphia bullpen has been absurdly good. It's it's too good to believe, Matt, I don't know if you've even seen this. Philadelphia bullpen lasts 39 innings. They have a .47 ERA. I can actually add something interesting onto that. Uh, when people are looking, um, because we tried to make it a little more popular, the strikeout props, especially the unders for juice reducers like Kiba Ruiz, Jeff McNeil, Luis right, Arias, right. whatever, whatever. Um, juice reducers. I like that. Well, yeah, that's why like, anything like above 150 I like, sometimes I'll par- pair them up. Uh, but uh, people usually just look at the stats or they think of it in terms of just the starting pitcher because there's too many names in a bullpen to think about. Be on the lookout for like teams like the, the, um, the Phillies. Because your batter is going to get two at bats against them, and like a high strikeout bullpen, you, you, you may want to avoid that. You know, like the other day, uh, I was trying to pick between Arias, who does strike out time time to time, and Ruiz, and I avoided I avoided Arias because he's like facing Philly, and I was like, I don't want Kimbrel to just K this guy in the ninth, uh, you know, and, and screw me. Uh, that was just you know, a quick example. Obviously, Arias doesn't strike out very often, but yeah, keep an uh, remember stuff like the bullpen when yeah. you're doing like the under K stuff because you know you'll be like, oh, Adam Wainwright's starting, and then all of a sudden, you know, someone will come in and strike him out after. Not that the Cardinals are a good job, but you know what I mean, like. God, that's really funny, Matt. For all the talking that we do, I can't believe that didn't come up. Um, yeah. So I had a brief, I had a brief, brief like flirtation process with under strikeouts. But of course, now I think I've realized why you ended up where you did. You ended up with hitters. This is going to sound funny. You end up going under on Kate guys that don't actually strike out. And I was looking for. I don't know if you noticed. I hit a couple right off the bat. So I felt like I might have been onto something. Finding players that have high strikeout rates in general. Mm-hmm. Have not that are going out. against bad strikeout pitches, right? And going out, right? Going up against good plays. So like Brandon Marsh was there, and like I had Kepler mm-hmm. one day. But the problem is, I didn't make that mistake that you just mentioned, and I had three guys in a row get K'd after the eighth inning, and you realize that facing the bullpen is a completely different animal, a completely yeah. different animal. It really is, yeah. and even bad bullpens sometimes guys have big strikeout stuff. Right, that's kind of the whole thing, right? They either K you or they miss and you hit a home run. So mm-hmm. like. And not saying often, but I think you don't. You want to avoid bad hitters. You want to avoid bad hitters. You got to yeah. You got to pick your. You got to pick your spots. Yeah. Well, Brandon. I mean, again, I've seen. You know, Brandon Marsh was up against, and it was some. You know, somebody bad. Like let's quote Miles Michaelis. I think it was for St. Louis. Yeah. And it was like plus two thirty five to not strike out. 
He hadn't struck out in 25 plate appearances. I hit it the first day. And I, you know what? I actually missed it the second day. But so what? If you hit a plus 285 yep. every other day, you'll yep. be a rich man. I didn't keep going to the well. He's been striking out since. But just to give people an idea of how even the people like yourself and I, Matt, where we have routines, but we're also kind of open and we're looking around to look for the next spot. Again, that's something I really not only noticed of you that you deserve kind of praise for, but I've kind of learned from you now. Dude, I'm, I could be very myopic. Uh, there's also totals, uh, fives, uh, and then I don't look at anything else. I'm like, wait, there are there are walk props. And you know, just, I didn't know just to leave something else with someone before we move on, I know we have to move on. Um, yeah, it's okay. Do not yeah. be. Do not like lock yourself into the popular ones too. Uh, just go yeah. into like opposite thinking, like you know, going with a strikeout hitter that's not going to strike out. Two and a halfs are your friend. Um, oh, under the two and a half, you're saying walks and strikeouts. I bet Yuri Perez under two and a half walks. Does he walk a ton of people? Sure. He was going against a team that doesn't walk a ton. I bet under two and a half. He only walked two. I cash. You can bet tons of strikeout hitters under, uh, you know, under two and a half strikeouts. There's tons of guys on, uh, who's it? Was it uh, Nick uh, was it Castellanos and Josh Young for a while? I rode them forever under like two and a half strikeouts well, or one, see, one and a half strikeouts. Funny. Those are strikeout guys. Yeah, they really get listed for three strikeouts in a game. That's a no, lot. no. Some sometimes it depends. Okay, uh, usually that's a lot. sometimes three they're at one and a half, lot. or some some pitchers like again, Yuri Perez is like listed right, right. at two and a half. Gotcha. You'll get like uh, certain people listed there. You just got to look at the matchup. So yeah, keep an eye on all of them. Like you know, the, let, you know, I'm laughing because I know you've you've tweeted this kind of stuff before. Yeah, like when our wives see us like celebrating a pop up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like I'm like yo, I have this hitter. You know when he pops up? I'm like, yes, 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 oh, yes. This was just, great. Domingo Herman was pitching his no-hitter, and he's down to his last batter, and everyone's watching it, looking for history. And I'm sitting there on the edge of my seat. He gets the no-hitter. I'm screaming, yeah. My wife's like, do you like him? No, Tony Kemp's on deck. On deck. And I pit, and I bet the under one uh, under one K. He's not going to bat. Oh, I love, I'm telling you, or like <laughs> – they, you know, they still haven't really understood why I'm so irrationally excited about the fifth inning, right? They yeah. just, they just don't understand. Like the thing kind of comes and goes in the TV, and that's it. You know, after five, it's one, and that's it, one one after five, and then they're and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. You know, it's just, it's, it's so. But again, that's yep. just the life of the gamble. So, um, right, Lynch and Savali had the the cover. You know what I meant to ask you? Just because it's a theoretical, yep. a guy like Savali. So like Kansas City strikes out. Savali's not really a strikeout guy. Under do one you, and a half walks. Will though. you weigh the hitter? Will you weigh the batters enough to throw? Like, I would never really think of Savali as a guy that I'd be looking for a daily K leader from. Yeah. So, we, yeah, is that, if a pitcher is too contact oriented, do you just let him go? Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's although, I mean, although I will bet low gates, not K prop guys, but like the other. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Zach Granke. I failed, by the way. This was a losing bet, <laughs> but I still love it and I do it again. Zach Granke one day was listed at like one and a half strikeouts. Oh, well, you gotta like, go over. Just and I'm game. like, it was again, and it was a bad matchup too. It was a bad yeah. matchup. Like it was against the Diamondbacks or something. Like you know, but it was like one and a half strikeouts. I'm looking like he gets two strikeouts, like con, you know, consistently or three. Um, but yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah, you know, maybe uh, doing so much theory, but Matt, that's yeah. what I was hoping when I have you. What about the other flip? Now I have to flip it on you. I have also gotten burned going under the three and a half Ks on what I think of as low strikeout pitchers. Yeah, I don't, only I don't to do realize that, that like. Almost every 4K seems like you can almost walk into it. It's too, I always say I have criteria. Maybe I'll right. freaking print a free book. Everyone can read them. I have certain things where if they happen, I just don't bet. I do not bet under low gates. I do not bet over high ones. Like Glass now, I think he's listed at like eight and a half strikeouts or something crazy, seven and a half. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. 
Um, I don't like betting over high totals like that. That's why I don't bet on Otani a ton in the right. beginning of the season where he's like listed like seven, eight and a half. Like I don't, I don't like betting over on though. I don't like betting under three and a half because yeah. you know you need you need any like anything can happen and yeah. you have a bad umpire and you lose the low yeah. and you need so much to happen to get the high. So Great I ball, just man. I literally just eliminate them regardless yeah. of value. I mean I may miss out on some wins, but again it works for me. So yeah, under three and a half, no. Yeah, that's over great. seven and a half. No, unless I'm unless I'm laddering someone like Hunter Brown today. Yeah, yeah, that's. I got the though. five and a half, the six and a half, the seven. You know, I mean, I'll do that. Right, but then that's I'm funny. you know you're paring that down one half, twenty five units. My, you know, my own lessons in a different package, and I'm like, because I talk about this with totals. Like I don't, I don't never going to go over eleven and a half on a game total, and I don't go under. Let's say when they post F five three and a half, I just don't yeah. go under three and a half. I don't care who it is. I don't care. Oh, you know me, I'm a baby. Or... You you make money. <laughs> I'm sorry. On the um, the F five like under fours and four, and I can't. I'm a I'm a baby. <laughs> no, I like under four and a half. I don't go under four. I'm afraid of four. Or under four, four under four and a half. Like yeah. yeah, there's plenty of them, but I just I just I avoid really? them personally. Oh, that would no. okay. That that's funny. That I will that I will go to. See, I'd I, rather I'd rather go like under six and a half in a bad matchup because right, that's right. harder oh, okay. to get to yeah, 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 than yeah, under four and a half. Just because like I mean a bloop and a blast. It's baseball, you know. Like so, it's. I, yeah, it's just one of those things for me where I did I just did my own research and yeah. I found that the work I put into doing these and how much I I would maybe barely make a little over sometimes I just they're just not worth it for me I just put my put my uh, work into something else again I know you're successful with it but it's just one of those things yeah where like, you know like yeah when the model calls for the like that's kind of why I do the modeling uh-huh. that it forces me to to bet the things that I I believe in right because I built the thing all right next up. Oakland and Louis Funky Cold Medina on the road against the Red Laundry and Brennan Bernardino. He's going to open for them. I struggle to model openers because the ball, the Boston bullpen is not very good. So I kind of had this one turn up as a Boston full game cover, but I end up backing away from it. My question to you is Matt, because I know that you're you know you're into pricing, and we know how variant this is. Is this one of the times we should be going after Oakland when they're listed at plus two hundred? Uh, no. They're really uh, bad right now. Yeah, um, I mean, I go. I went after Oakland one game because I remember it was James Caprillion. Yeah, uh, versus like uh, Chris, Chris, ba- Chris Bassett, and Caprillion was better than Bassett over the last like month and a half. Um, so and and the Oakland bullpen had actually been better over the last fourteen days than Toronto. So I had a lot of things going for me, uh, for that in particular. But yeah, here you don't have that with Brennan. Bernardino. Uh, one thing I do like is uh, a weird one. Talk about low gate. We were just talking about Luis Medina over three and a half strikeouts. Uh, you, you look at Boston does okay versus righties, but again, they strike out enough. Medina's had four, four strikeouts in eight of his last nine and yeah. all but two of his games this year. And three of those games where he's reached that mark were against Cleveland Houston, well, I'll take that one, Jay. and you Arizona. I mean, those are three teams that are much harder to strike out than Boston. So three yeah, and a half. Boston strikes out a lot right now. Yeah, give it to me. Well, they strike out a lot. They do a lot better versus uh, righties, but again, not good enough to avoid this. They're not as good as those three teams I mentioned. So yeah, Medina over three and a half. That's a that's a I'll great. Like the, I'm going to get into the low bars. I want to start using. That. I like that. All right, next up, but Matt, there's no way we're going to. I'm going to try and finish this. I'm going to. All right, we'll, fi- we'll hurry it up. Luis Castillo and Hunter Brown. You know, what I mean, I don't know. People like look for edges in these games. And this, I don't. Maybe this is when the fan to me comes out. I kind of want to watch this one. I don't yeah. know. I, I know you're on some strikeout stuff, and I think that's okay. I think that's a that's a, the kind of bet I can get down on when it's ace versus ace kind of stuff. Good team and good team that might have some playoff feel, right? Yeah. We're starting to get that. 
uh, this one I just have like just as close, like as close as could be. Algo has the Mariners out. Uh, I'm sorry, the Mariners has the Astros outlasting him. So I basically have it tied through five, and then Houston kind of outlasting them by a bit through nine, but not enough for me to touch anything. Yeah, I'm with you. Do you like the strikeout stuff here? Yeah, the game is too close to call. It'll be entertaining. Yeah. I'll watch it for sure. Uh, I love Hunter Brown. Seattle strike out a lot. Uh, this is a weird ladder. It isn't one of those ones where they posted on FanDuel. I'm taking this five plus, six plus, seven plus. I got these. I got these at different times, and it just kind of worked out in a different book, and it worked out this way. But you can do it like a normal person. Jay, on bring book. up the base. I think we want um, the base one. I got uh, Hunter Brown over five and a half Ks. I got that at mi- minus one thirty at DK. Uh, DraftKings at first, and then it went up to six and a half on FanDuel, and they put that at plus 125. I'm like, oh, I like that too. So uh-huh. I took it. And then I just went and looked at what the eight plus was, and it was at 223. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> so I got five oh, and a half, funny. six and a half, <laughs> and basically the seven and a half at minus 130, plus 125, and plus 223. So, so. that's like a, that was the incidental ladder. Yes. Yeah, I, I built it out of order. And then once I took the second leg, I just decided to take the third leg. Now, the <laughs> other side of it, it's funny. You and I, we kind of reverse engineered this a bit in that chat you were mentioning, right? Yeah. When we people mentioned Andrew Abbott and thinking he was a perfect, had a perfect lineup to be a quote unquote like dark horse for this ticket. And then we went and looked and he was the top, you know, he was the top of the board. So yeah. what did you and I do? We go and look and you realize, well, Milwaukee is the top and strike it out or whatever. Then I was splitting times and you realize that number really drops. So it gives you an idea of how the books are viewing these things. The books well, it's also books are aware of narratives. Lefty versus Milwaukee. They know this by now. They're juicing them. They've been juicing them. Uh, yeah. So I think it that's, hasn't a, that's been a big as, thing too. It hasn't been as like extreme as the market makes it sound. No, and no, no. Fact, but, the, uh, but people will put money on it all the yeah, same. Yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. I was saying, in fact, when the number is so bad to start, this happens with something like the Oakland bullpen. Yeah. Right when an, when the Oakland Bowl comes out and they have a ten ERA through their first eighty innings, it takes a long time to smooth that out. So all of a sudden you're looking to go, well, yeah. the Oakland Bowl has a five and a half ERA over the season. Well, Plus, yeah, but it was it was you understand what I mean? It was. By the way, if smart. if Abbott uh, strikes out fifteen, I'm I'm not gonna be surprised. I'm just not paying for it as the K leader for the day because he's listed as the favorite. Um, I mean, the one thing he does go deep into games. I actually have his over seventeen and a half <laughs> outs uh, prop for today because he go, he actually goes deep pretty well, um, which is another reason to kind of like his K's. But again, at his price, it's not very advantageous. Okay, ne- let's do the next one. This one I thought I liked this. I thought I liked the side, but the price didn't really match up. It's yep. Cole Irvin and the Baltimore Orioles. Irvin's been it's been rough. Against I love Bailey Ober and the Twins. I was surprised only minus one fifty. That was a little bit better earlier on. Maybe I'm thinking about. Maybe I need to think about the F5 cover. Yeah, Although, this is a, this is a bit of a mismatch. Yeah, not only a mismatch. I'm kind of squinting at the prices here because. Yeah, move to. I have the F, yeah, I have the F5 cover at minus one eighteen on Fanduel. I don't know where it sits now. Yeah, it's pretty similar. You know what? Let's jump on that, Jay. Because yeah, we can get like a minus one twenty. So that's pretty much the long and short of it. Is Cole has been really brutal, and Oprah's been fantastic, and the Baltimore offense is. They're kind of starting to heat up a little bit, but yeah. they've just been kind of bad. But they really are starting to heat up a little bit. So if they, you know, I think that's one of the teams you have to keep an eye on the next couple of days, the next week or so, because of all the talent they have. They could take off. Right now, it's not really happening. The power stroke has not really been there. They're putting the ball on the ground. They're not hitting it hard. The Twins are not very good. The Twins are not very good, period. So oh, whenever oh, I popular, kind of the Twins, you're hoping pop- for – yeah. You're hoping not to give up more than one or two, right? So, all right, I'm with you. Let's get Minnesota to cover it. Last question, you think – Oprah um, has a chance at the K props, the K um, lead. Uh, no, actually, uh, I actually, 
That's risky. I know. I know a lot of popular projection systems like his under on his K's in general. So I'm staying away. Okay. And also, a popular prop for him is usually under one and a half walks. But Baltimore tends to walk a lot, so I'm staying away on that. I do like over for his over again, 17 and a half magic number outs. Got that at minus 115. Oh, um, Bailey over. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> huh? We're here all. We're here every Friday, people. We're here every Friday, man. Wow. So, so I think I, I like the over more because I think that they um, I don't think they're going to strike out a ton. Okay. I don't and I think they uh, and I think that they're going to put some balls in play, which I think will hopefully if if uh, Minnesota is fielding, <laughs> uh, we should get him uh, to the eighteen outs, which is something he consistently does. So Funny, I that's, like that's that's part of what I was talking about. I mentioned looking out for Baltimore to pick it up. One of the things I always look for in trend indication about with team offenses is disciplinary stuff. Like you mentioned, Baltimore, k as a team, down at 20%, walk rate up at 10, single-digit swing and strike, 30% chase, less 500 PA. So Baltimore, very disciplined. For anybody on the video side of this, rate, review, and subscribe, right? Audio-only people, please hit the um, five-star review. And if you're looking up while Jay's scrolling along that awesome app we're using his betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen. You can check us out. You can follow along with our bets and tail if you want. But I think it's more about shopping. Again, Matt, I know I brought you on for baseball, but I know – tell me betstamp is not awesome. Like sometimes sometimes things just kind of sell themselves. It's so convenient. Also, I think one thing I like about it is it keeps me from posting like – Listen, we all know prices are not standardized, and sometimes there could be the weak antelope. And as much as as a better, you need to find and prey on the weak antelope. If you're printing for subs and follows and stuff, you can't always pick the one weird one because other people want to have access to it. So I like yes. the bet stamp shows you the entire menu. And one thing I've also mentioned is it gives you an idea of directionality, right? If we know that a game opened at F504 at 8 o'clock in the morning, and by 10.30, half of them are, are – Four and a half. Yep. You you know you have an idea of which way the market is going, and then to jump on that four right it adds more value. So again, betstamp.app. I hate to shill, but it's been really no. It's it's me. invaluable. Everyone yeah, should be using agreed. it. Uh, I do uh, pick on the weak antelope, um, and I do post the weak antelope, but. I do my best to uh, to uh, a anyone ever has any questions about if a line moves, if you see a bet I put and it's moved and you want to know if it's still a play, reach out to me. I, I answer all questions. But one thing is I always put like today, uh, the, the one and a half Detroit team total, five team total. I even put over one and a half team total. This has moved to two and a half. I would not bet. Yeah, I'll put yeah. a note. Abbott over at 17 and a half outs. I had a minus 120. I put, sadly, this has jumped to 175. Like I'll, I'll let you know that like, you know, sorry. Yeah. But uh, that that's, what the lean, that's what the leans are for too. Those are in those are particularly tough to post for people the F5's team totals because they so easily move up a full run. Mm-hmm. Right? We're not we're not really used to that. Generally totals move in halves and that way you could kind of rationalize, well, I could still get a push on the 8. You know what? Maybe I would still take that if I needed the 8 to score and I believe in it. You know, that's different than needing 2 or needing 3. That's a, that's a whole different ball game and I'm not sure that the price is moved proportionally. Right where I I almost like the juice, and that's me, right? I normally like the juice on a one and a half more than I want a plus one oh five on two and a half. But all right, let's move it up. I yeah, I think I think Minnesota beats up on Baltimore, at least in the beginning. Next up, Jordan Montgomery, who I know you like today against Dylan, stop, cease, and desist. I won't bury the lead. I actually have this one posted as an under today. Both of these guys have been really good. We both know they have well, cease at least. We know he's got swing and miss stuff. Montgomery's had it come along. 
Montgomery has been phenomenal. I also post, I try to, it's like Eno's thing last, it's not last 30 days specifically. I hear you talk, but I go a little bit more. I'm looking for like in between four and 500 pitches. So I'm kind of looking mm-hmm. for like, let's call it six or seven starts. Montgomery's been phenomenal. Cease also has been getting it going. So I like both of these uh, pitchers today. Both offenses have also been kind of weak and they are both bottom five in swing strike rate. They're both bottom eight in zone contact rate. They're both bottom five in ground ball rates. So I think even if St. Louis and Chicago gets on, I think they're pretty much smoked. As far as the strikeout stuff goes, Chicago is really, really bad. They're also terrible against lefties. You had mentioned Montgomery. You like Montgomery today, Matty? This is an interesting game because in my um, my leans, which are usually just the first look at my projections, I had I had I, I posted the Chicago F five because that's what my my numbers said. But sometimes I'll go against my own numbers because I'll 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 dive deeper in each game, and then all of a sudden I'm like, no, I really like Montgomery to completely yeah, shut he's down been the White sharp, Sox, dude. Yeah, he's been. Very uh, good. I have his over five and a half strikeouts. I got a plus one hundred five. Love wow. that. I actually would throw him as a dart throw for the K leader uh, because again, sure. he can go he can go deeper into games too. I got yeah. him at sixteen and a half outs. Thank you for the free out. I you know I said seventeen is the magic number. If you want to give me the over sixteen and a half, I'll obviously take that and minus one hundred five too. That looks those look like a couple of really safe plays to me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Montgomery. Uh, I, I think Cease is a little um, harder to uh, to bet on, only because you know St. Louis is a little more dangerous and he does walk people. So I just went with Montgomery in this one. His his gate is lower. There's less expectations out of Montgomery than there are for Cease, obviously. Uh, so yeah, Montgomery is my dude today. I I, uh, I like that. I didn't. Jay, I'm that, not going with the Cardinals. Plus though. money. We'll, we'll, I'll take that. I like that better than I like the other. I think. So Montgomery, if Montgomery is five, I don't think if he's at six or above, I don't want to go there. But I'll go above five and a half for plus money on Montgomery for absolutely. Man, I don't want, man, you're is that a part of it? Man, you just oh, is like, it still at plus one hundred? You just kind of shot. Yeah, we love that. Let's take the wow. even money on Montgomery. Oh, plus one ten. Yeah, uh, man, you're very thorough with the due diligence shopping through the menus. Um, DK does a good job of allowing you to kind of look at a lot of it at once. I've noticed some books you have to click through. And then search, and it becomes such a nightmare that it's almost mm-hmm. discouraging. Where I guess you're right, you know, like you said, even those hit and run RBI things, DK puts them all on one page, and they're all open, expanded menus, and you could just control F or just you know page down, 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 just search and search. So I got a hat tip you, man, because the dil- your diligence really pops through. I don't know how we're going to finish our. Hey, to, right. save, to save you to save you time, other than the Abbott over and Will Benson as part of my over half. HRR. Yeah. I got no bets the rest of the way, so I can just give me my really? one sentence. Okay, my okay, one so sentence just, takes. <laughs> okay, so I got man. I really like Abbott. I mean, he is he is awesome. And mm-hmm. right, we already mentioned Milwaukee and the lefty stuff. Although, and again, this is part of the moving averages. Waka 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 thing. You know, I always have things time split. But I don't just time split them. You kind of compare them, and that's it, yeah. it's part of charting for technical analysis and trading. Milwaukee, the Wolves against lefties last 30 is up at 337. It's like a well above average. Even the expected Wolves was up at 320, which is above average. They're walking a lot and stuff. So I'm not sure if I'm necessarily buying it the way other people are. Abbott has to go. So I was going to say Abbott's got to go in the bucket, but for like six to one, he feels like a guy that his old K prop would probably supersede the thing on the daily K. So if, yeah. if you like Abbott to win it all, I think you should go to the old prop. Other than that, I don't really know where I'm at on this one. I think I'm done betting against Cincinnati, and I got to give it up. I've been banging on this drum forever, and the price won't move. So I, apparently, I don't move futures markets. Cincinnati's still like three to one or four to one to make the playoffs right now. Like win the division, it's really weird. It's really kind of weird. The books are not buying Cincinnati, or the public is not buying it. So 
I guess Abbott will probably have it over Burns. I like Corbett Burns. I don't know. I guess it's okay. Next up, it's old man Rich Hill, long in the tooth on the bump for the Buckos, plus 165 dogs against Zach Gallen in the desert. Maddie, I'm surprised. You know where I thought you'd be on a cover here, though I do notice you the have price, the pricing money. just wasn't there for me. Yeah, you know what I wanted to ask you about specifically? Because I notice I make this pivot where a lot of times I notice that you you don't, which is to well, first of all, the F5 run line's at minus 130, which I actually thought would be a bit heavier. Is that outside your purview? I feel like we could snack on that. And if not, I, I see that you don't go to the full game run line. Is that just a we hate bullpen thing? Because sometimes they really sometimes they add a buck to the price and it man makes No, I, I do. Yesterday I, I had the Cleveland run line yesterday. Oh, you did have that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely do it. Okay. Um uh, what about one thirty on this F five? I feel like that move I feel like that moved. Because the last time I looked, I feel like that was. I higher. think it was one fifty this morning. Yes, I thought it was one fifty this morning. At one thirty, yes, I'd be interested. I, I believe. Jay, was... let's take the first five cover for Arizona. Yeah, I believe it was much higher. Why would that come down? People are hammering on the Rich Hill. People they have money coming in on. Let's see if we can figure. I don't know, man. The Pittsburgh stuff is ugly. Oh man, the Pittsburgh stuff is ugly. Okay, I think I see it. Again, you know, if you're interested, where I kind of draw the stuff from, I'm very far from smart. Follow me on Twitter, John Legaze, and a pin tweet will take you to Sharpener link. That Google Doc thing is open. I split data. I have some expected stats also. Arizona, pretty bad against lefties last 30 days. Woba down to 291. And they'll be without Corbin, Corbin Carroll also gone. At 301. And and Corbin, dude, I'm worried his season's finished. I, I'm worried his season's finished. That reminded me of the Tatis. It reminded, uh, reminded me of uh, Conforto. Yeah. Oh, you wrote that. That's even worse. Oh, that's even worse. He disappeared forever after that happened. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that would be awful. Well, yeah, sorry. I still like it. I don't. I mean, again, one hitter doesn't normally swing it that much for me because I think Gallon's going to mow him down. And I do tend to like the Arizona offense a lot, regardless of the split. Give it to me. Next up, your boy, Justin Verlander. I think we both posted this one also. It's on the bump in the perfect weather against you, Darvish. You know, the, the Mets are what the Mets are. But I also saw that I think they're the only team under 500 with a positive run differential. The Mets are not nearly as bad as the record says, and I think they're going to be fine. Believe it or not, I think the Mets are fine. Verlander is looking pretty darn good as of late, and that's kind of what we're looking for. Some of the disciplinary stuff is a bit unnerving. You know, he's not getting ahead. He's kind of losing in the zone. But Darvish has been wild also. I kind of had my model has the Mets to win this one. But as I look at the Darvish stuff, I'm getting a little nervous talking about he Mets and Padres. I actually had originally uh, was looking for the Mets money line, but then I remembered my rule of don't bet on the Mets. <laughs> I'll be happier. Uh, but yeah, again, Darvish hasn't been good. He's actually been uh, he hasn't been very good uh, this year at all. The both bullpens have been shaky as late. So I, I was going to go with the Mets money line, uh, but I decided to back away completely. The only the only bet I actually do have a bet in this game. I got Manny Machado over one and a half total bases. Um, okay. it, again, this is a thing where BVP batter versus pitcher data is not good. You kind of have to like maybe throw out what a, a, a hitter has done against a pitcher in their career. If they're not the same pitcher or hitter um, that you are facing now, sometimes the hitter is better or worse. Pitcher is better or worse. So um, Machado's numbers versus Verlander straight up. Don't look that impressive. Machado has been fantastic at home. Verlander brutal on the road. His fastball is getting murdered. Yeah. Way over a 500 expecting slugging percentage. We know Verlander likes to give up uh, big hits in home runs. So I do have Machado at a nice price for the plus uh, one and a half total bases. Uh, but overall here, I lean Mets, uh, but overall I'm, I'm letting it go. They've actually, again, 
This is more of a like a you know a cosmic thing. The Mets have had troubles with you, Darvish. Uh, they did get to him the last time they faced him, but uh, they they they've uh, he he has have been their kryptonite in the past. Yeah, well, Fire Sports asking about the Nerfy and the first half under. First half under, I could see the Nerfy. I'd be afraid, right? If you were if you have Machado, I believe right, that was for uh, I believe that was for a game a while ago. Oh my bad. Oh, sorry about that, Fire Sports. He's he's yeah. so good at. at um, interacting always trying to include him in the conversation he was saying before that yeah we listen and that's where the caveat stuff came from yeah of course like i'm fully malleable i'm always listening to the the crowd next up matt this one i didn't have any plays but i wanted to ask about the caveat prop so although maybe we should because it's griffin canning plus 140 dog on the road against tony gonsolin who like 369 era 111 whip he, every single earner indicator is above five but with trout down you know the angels offense takes a step back I kind of like canning. I hate going up against the Dodgers, so I did pull back on my F5 play. I thought I liked the F5 Angels at first. I'm more curious about if you think canning, who has some nice, you know, the disciplinary bucket is pretty strong. 13 swing and strike, 30 CSW, 29 whiff. Those are the things we look for. 34 O swing. He's 65 to 1 to be the K leader. The Dodgers off offense, though, they don't really K. They take their walks. They're, they don't really chase. That doesn't mean a team can't strike out. 10 times in a game. I think I'm more attracted to the price. You think is canning viable or is the Dodgers almost a non-starter in this format? I, I think it's a waste of money. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if canning came away with 10 K's in this game, I would be mind blown. I would, I would, <laughs> I would be, I think it's more likely we see four home runs out of one player than see canning strike out 10. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll put my money. I mean, what, where's the, where, how much money for a Mookie Betts cycle? I think that'll be a better investment. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got to call, I got to call you on this one. I got to call. Well, yeah, I'm not serious get. with that. But hold on. How many strikeouts did Griffin Canning have in his last game against Arizona, Matt? He struck out nine Diamondbacks. In six hey, games. I just said that off the top of my head. <laughs> he struck out nine Diamondbacks. So at 65 to one, he's not a pop for $10? He is. Um, he ain't. Uh, Brian Rose is on it. I know. He ain't doing it. I don't know. Well, hey, everybody. I'm it. putting him in the bucket. Put a, That's put it. Your... Griffin Canning, you winged lion. You go in the bucket. Even though Matt says we're lighting that dollar on fire. Last one. I honestly didn't even – I couldn't find this game listed anywhere. Oh, oh, you know what's funny? It just came up. I just And I got a little factoid for oh, you. Oh, what's the over-under, like 17? <laughs> I actually got – no, it's oh, low. This is, oh, this is in San Francisco. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah, it's low. It's four – I see four and a half on the F5. I got eight – wow, eight and a half. Matt, can we just go automatically over eight and a half in this game? Uh, Yes. Okay, we're going to go auto over eight and a half in this game because we got to hustle up. But that one made perfect sense. It ends up – it's Austin Gomber against I – I just learned this. Ross Stripling's real name is Thomas. I did not know that. I use a offshore book, and to make it difficult to scrape data, they use birth names. It's it's always kind of interesting to to see that. I'm like, who, who is Donald Granke? You know who? And Hunter Green is actually Christian Green. You know, so I kind of learned some of these – these weird one. Bailey Ober is John Ober. Bailey's John Ober. And um, yeah, Ross Stripling is Thomas. I wouldn't really want to back either of these teams. Both of these pitchers kind of stink. You'd be lucky if you get Stripling for more than three innings. He's had a six and a half ERA as it is. Gomber has a 6.6 .6 ERA. They both have a 1.5 whip. This is really bad. They both have a six and a quarter expected ERA. I mean, this is just the worst thing you've ever seen. 43% hard hit rates, minimum 10% barrel, minimum two home run per nine. How is this line to eight and a half, Matt? I'd have no clue. This is absolutely closing it. I'm nine. calling a seven to four score. All right, this one's absolutely closing 
at nine. Let's wrap this one up. Jay, scroll through our plays. Matt, thank you so, so much. You bailed me out at the last second. Our guest, Matt Stryker. Okay. Uh, he might be back here next week, but, you know, big shockers. We never know what's going to happen. So, video people, please head on over. Scan to the end if you want to see the ticket. Jay, scroll through. Our K-Bucket is not as robust as it has been in the past, but maybe that's okay. And you know what? All things considered, since it's not, maybe it's okay to put a favorite in there. I've got Carlos Rodon. I've got Jordan Montgomery. And Griffin Canning. That's it. Matt, you have anybody you want to add? And then I was thinking about, I wonder if, if, since we only have three people, should we put an Andrew Abbott six to one in there? Uh, I would throw Hunter Brown in there. <laughs> okay, let's go Brown. That Brown yeah. is, is, is his pick. Right, I forgot you were heavy on the case, right. Okay, so you know what? If we have four, I don't want to go to the six to one. Again, I'd rather play Abbott on the in the prop market. I'm trying to bring I'm trying to bring it up. The old you know old stuff can be a pain to find a little bit, but I feel like Abbott I don't think has the shine that what are we talk about like Glass now right. So Glass now his yeah his props are going to be are going to be crazy. And man, Andrew Abbott's only plus two forty for ten strikeouts on my books. Yikes! I wouldn't do that any of those stuff. All right, forget him. If he gets it, he gets it. But let's add Brown from Addy. We'll put a buck on each, everybody, and hopefully we'll see you at the ticket window. Matt, promote your stuff on the way out the door. All kidding aside, everybody. Matt is the hottest damn MLB better in the freaking country right now. I'm telling you, just going near him, it rubbed off on me, and I'm I'm on I'm on absolute fire right now myself. But just you're a white hot fuego, Matt. Um, do it and doing it your own way. You did it your way, and I I love it, man. Go ahead. Yeah, and wants to follow me on Twitter, M A T T W I seven seven I M S. On the fake news social media thing, threads. <laughs> I'm over there. I won't see your comments, but I, po I post right. stuff over there. And there's a link to Discord. I did a new one there. For Look for the never-ending story gifs. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah you can find my work over on thegameday.com. Yeah, uh, it's excellent, man. Tuesday through Friday, I do best bets. Monday through Friday, nerfy. But, again, I'll be upfront about this. I'm not betting nerfy the rest of the season. I just don't like it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I put out, I put out my advice and I'll tell you what I think, you know, the, the money says, but man, I hate high variance. And yeah. that's, that's what that is. As if like, as if, you know, I don't know if you've seen this, the new hot thing on one of the bigger discords out there is first. Have you seen this? That's the new thing now guys hitting on first pitch results and you can get all types of stuff. Like you get it, dude, you get like 65 to one on an extra base hit on the first pitch, you know? And it's like, now that's got people sucked in. But if it's a ball, that's it. It's like minus 105 for a ball, whatever. Whatever, it's all so dumb. So follow us up on Twitter. We're going to be hitting, Matt has a huge and really profitable, very potentially profitable prop ticket. Say that three times fast. Coming up, enjoy the weekend, everybody. Again, thanks so much, Matt, for bailing me out as always. A friend of need is a friend of deed. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy the pay. Remember to follow Betstamp. Look for my football stuff. Twitter is hot and heavy as always. You will not find me on threads because I am a normal person. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck. Matt is the living testament to that. Just enjoy the weekend. We'll see you later, man. Peace.